Welcome to This Is His Story podcast. Ministries and God's stories you need to know. Welcome to episode 11, Christian Organization Digital Storytelling. A few of us out here in the Christian nonprofit space were telling our clients and coaching them about storytelling long before Donald Miller's story brand came out. Boy, but he sure did make it a thing. I guess part of that's just because those of us who are working within organizations, we don't have time to write the books and always show our findings. Maybe we get to rub elbows a little bit with people at conferences, but consultants like I am now, we have time. We have time for the podcast and the books and the things. And so we get to uh, share our knowledge and our experiences at a lot better rate than those of you who are in it. So thank goodness for Donald Miller. I'm glad he did what he did. Uh, he was just probably 10 years later than some of us were already doing it. But anyway, um, you know, many organizations started changing their fundraising and marketing methods based on this storytelling idea, right? And since I really focus on the digital side, I started thinking about those three things that really come out of that. And that one is, you know, is your organization even telling your story, right? I mean, does your name say what you do? Is your communications telling it? Is the website? That's one thing. And then two, have you even learned and developed the art of telling a story? So even if you weren't doing it, hopefully the idea made you want to do it. And then have you learned the art of doing it? Because you you just don't one day snap your finger and then you're a good storyteller. And then what I feel the third one is my specialty. And that is how you tell your story. Um, it's really interesting, especially in the Christian world and of the, of the complexity of some of our organizations. And I'm going to throw in churches, but it's true with other organizations. We do a lot of things. We're not very, simple-minded. Like if churches were just about coming to our service, we'd probably quote-unquote market differently. But we're marketing something different. We're not only marketing Jesus. We're not only marketing you know, the gospel message. We're not only marketing our time and our building and our pastor and our sermons. And hopefully, we're also marketing missions and programs and outreach. And so it's really tough. We'll say with organizations, a lot of organizations really do keep it simple and they keep the bullseye, the bullseye, but as organizations get bigger and the Lord lays opportunities out in front of people, it gets complicated and it gets complicated to tell the story. So the other issue too, is we also being Christians, um, it's hard to be braggadocious when we see things as God-led or God-ordained, and then it's hard to say, well, we this, we that, we that, this, you know? So um, it makes it difficult to speak from a place of, hey, look at look at us. But yet that's part of storytelling, right? I mean, we can always tell a story and give God the glory, which he deserves, but God is doing something through your organization and your church, and it's not the one down the street. He's doing something else through them. And so you have to tell a story and tell your God story from a humble place, but it has to be an accurate representation of what you do 
And it has to, in this case, if we're telling stories for donors, then we have to tell the story where they are part of the story by their gift. All right. Hope I haven't lost you here. I feel like I already already have a little bit because this is very complex, right? This is why people bring me in is sometimes I come into organizations and I just see that they're not doing a good job telling their story. And they even ask me sometimes like, well, you know, what should we be doing? What should we be marketing? I think sometimes, quite frankly, organizations come to me and they're they're looking for a tactic. They're looking for, well, you know, what, what are we not doing that the big boys are? Or, you know, what where, where should we be focusing? And I normally, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say 90% of the time, I normally start with the mistake of how they're branding themselves. Because how can I tell them what to go do when they're not doing what they're doing very well? Is I, I look at them, I, I've told this story a thousand times. It's on my masterclass and my webinars. But once again, I always go to the founder or the executive director. I hear their passion story. And then I go and look and see what what is broken. That Why is that passion story not coming out? That's level one of what I do. But something else I'm doing at the exact same time is I'm looking and seeing how, what is it that you do exactly and what makes you unique at what you're doing. And I look at how, how you're telling that story. And then I'm looking at all the place is, is you're telling or you're consistent about it. Right. So there's a lot that I'm doing. All right, so let me, let me tell you a little thing I've learned and it was big, even bigger than Donald Miller's story brand was, um, is it, is it Sinek? Uh, Sinek? Sinek? I think it's Sinek. S-I-N-E-K. He did the TED Talk uh, on the why, how, what golden circle. Now, if you've heard it, great. You should. And if you haven't, you need to. But let me just, for the sake of this discussion, talk a little about the three levels of the why, how, what. Why is the bullseye? How is the next circle? And what is the furthest circle? Well, every organization knows what they do. It's the products or the services that they sell. And in our case, you know, who we serve and what we're serving. Then there's the how of how you do it. What makes you special? What sets you apart from the competition or anybody else? But the why, that's the, the key crux that most organizations that at least sell things for sure don't get very few organizations know why they do what they do and it can't be why to make money right um, that's a result but why is a purpose it's the cause or belief it's the very reason your organization or company exists well this is where it gets tricky for Christians because it's so easy for us to say our why, is the gospel or the spreading of the gospel or the spreading of good news or love. But the reality is, is that each organization has its own why that should even be set apart from the Christian why. And I feel like by personal opinion, listen, there will be people who disagree with what I'm fixing to say. Sorry, East Texas fixing to say, and that is, we, you can't 
just hang the banner of the gospel on your organization. You need a why story of why your organization was created, how God prepared and gave you a unique opportunity to do whatever it is that you do. And this is problematic. See, I've, I've always taught people, do what you say, say what you do, no gimmicks, always tell the truth. But in in that layer of marketing is this, this why story. Okay, so I'm going to talk about an organization I just discovered this week. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know about them before because they seem pretty big. And I think they're in the Dallas area. But it's called the Bucket Ministry. And I've been looking at their website. They're doing a lot of things right. So I'm not here to bash them at all because, not that I would, but doing what I do for a living, it's so easy for my brain to look at somebody's website and say, oh, wish they they did this or wish they changed that or whatever. But these guys are doing a lot right. So kudos. But, But here is why I'm mentioning today. They're up on my screen right now. On I wish they would put it uh, bigger. Okay, here it is. Here, here goes my here goes my critique. That I didn't even mean to do this. It's buried a little bit under their prey in the navigation, and then it dropped down. It has a statement of faith, but it has three non-negotiables. Well, here's my argument. So, if you're on the bucket ministry and you um, listen to this, take this advice. If you're saying our ministry has three non-negotiables. Well, that's pretty big. That's a There's your uniqueness right there. But I love that they have three non-negotiables. And they're basically saying they, may, they, they have a bucket that actually lasts for 20 years if it's clean and used right that cleans water. You can buy and donate. I think it's like 50 bucks. And it gives a family of 10, I think, clean water for 20 years. And they're collect, they want to collect data on that because they want to see, are people parting them out? Are they not using them or whatever? So here's the three non-negotiables. One, the gospel of Jesus Christ will be shared wherever our water filter is distributed. Love it. Two, recipient data will be collected to better understand the scope and severity of the community's need for clean water. And three, love this, three follow-up visitations will be conducted to monitor the maintenance of the recipient's filter, as well as their spiritual journey with Jesus Christ. Well, come on, people. This is great. They're not just selling buckets. They're selling Jesus. And they're telling you we're not just selling buckets. We're, we're selling Jesus. So the three non-negotiables, I think, ought to be way higher. And maybe it is. Maybe I missed it. So if you're in the bucket ministry, you don't have to write me and tell me I'm wrong. Because their hero image on their homepage is amazing. Sharing God's love through the gift of clean, safe drinking water. Oh, boom. What a tagline. What a tagline. The picture of a kid drinking dirty water while somebody is giving them dirty water. I mean, they found their hero money shot image. And they say, find your place in the story and help us achieve this mission. Love it. Totally love it. But I love it. Donate trips. I mean, their website's really well done. I mean, they're doing a really good job of telling a story, showing a problem, showing how to fix the problem, showing how you can be a part of fixing that problem, collecting email addresses. I mean, they're they're killing it. They're doing a really, really good job. So if you want to see somebody doing it right, they're doing a lot right. Not perfect, but I don't think anybody's perfect. It's, you'll never reach perfection. So don't want to be picking on them here. So this is so funny because it ties into something I wanted to say here in a minute. Hold the thought. 
So, you know, how does, how does it play out fundraising and storytelling? Well, let me say this. Nothing is better than having a member of your organization having lunch with a donor. Nothing, right? I don't care what website, email, social media campaign, whatever. Nothing's better than an in-person visit. Now, what's better than that? Coming armed with a powerful in-hand presentation, whether on an iPad, even a well, well done print piece. Videos is so powerful. And of course, you always want to leave something behind. So even if you sat there with an iPad and played an, an emotional, amazing five-minute video that had everybody in tears, you still want to have a great print piece to leave behind. But here's a problem. Here's, here's the issue is even though that's the best and it's not always doable and it's not even practical for people who may can only give $25, that same video that you're playing in your high donors and better be playing somewhere else as well. Um, my argument would be if you had the time, you would create different videos, but most organizations don't even have the one down yet. But what I find problematic is when the top of your pyramid is attacked one way and the bottom is attacked another way, and then you have the same guy who you just had lunch with, who he watched the whole video and he's about ready to write a check and put a comma in it. And he wakes up the next morning and you've sent him an email asking for $25. It's like your left hand, your right hand do not know what's going on. So perfection is getting all your channels aligned, your business cards, your email, your social media, LinkedIn, even your donor development team that's out. You're all on the same page, all telling the same story, even though it may have different stories underneath, you're telling the same story and you're making sure everybody's getting hit with the right time, the right thing at the right time. And it can get a little complex, which is why you need a marketing color, but that's another story for another day. But it starts with this. And this is what I, and now we're going back to what, what I told you to hold the thought, especially with the bucket ministry. Do you even have your picture yet? Can your organization be told in an image of what, who you're serving, how you're doing it? This is why the gospel thing is a problem. Besides the cross, you know, which is our um, image for Christianity, though it used to be a fish, but now it's a cross, which is a whole nother theological topic. But it can't be that. It just can't, it can't be the cross. It has to be the idea of the cross, yes, but the cross, the physical symbol. It just, that can't be your symbol. Your symbol has to be what are you serving? Who are you serving? Why are you serving them? Is that in a picture? Are you lucky enough to put it in video yet? And do you have that tagline that if your name doesn't say what you do, does at least your tagline, like, and, and I'm mostly talking to, to nonprofits right here, but even churches, you know, it, what differentiates you? What makes you unique? How you're doing it, why you're doing it, what makes you unique? And then how can people rally around that if they don't really understand it? So a picture, a video, a tagline. That's why I loved the Bucket Ministries tagline on, the, on their homepage. I mean, it was it was pretty good. Let me look it up one more time because I didn't have it memorized. Here it is. Sharing God's love through the gift of clean, safe drinking water. It's just, and then a big picture, the Bucket Ministry. Yeah, I still wish the Bucket Ministry explained that it's clean water, but that's another problem for another day. And that's not my problem. That's theirs. And I'm sure they're killing it. So... Don't want to, don't want to pick. I'm just, this is Todd Turner nitpicking. That's what I, I do. 
I've been I've been helping organizations do this for decades, and and so I'm here to say if your organization, your church, if you're listening as a church, is not telling your story well, then it is worth the time and the effort to think that through. And I would say this: there's some of you who may have told your story five years ago, but it's not that the story changes. But it does. But it does. It's it's not that your mission has changed, but your how could have changed. You could have had additional stories. You could have better pictures nowadays. You'd have different video. And so sometimes it needs a revamp and an, and an overhaul or at least just some lipstick put on the thing. And so storytelling is important. People remember stories. They don't remember facts. And they can share a story a lot easier than making them just wing it and try to explain all the complexities of what you guys do. So, you know, in my master class, I help explain all this. For those of you who don't know anything about it, go to creativedigitalguide.com, take a look around and explain how you can get that. But keep telling the story, keep telling the God story. And remember, there's nothing wrong with fundraising and asking for gifts to do good, amazing things for people in need. It's biblical. And I know there are people out there who shame us for asking or for begging or whatever. And, you know, I don't know if begging's even good either, but, you know, sometimes you got to get down to a beg. It happens when, when the people you're serving are in dire need. I don't know about you, but I don't mind begging for them. I mean, I wouldn't beg for a third jet, but I don't have a problem begging if the begging is helping the person who needs the money the most, I don't mind. I don't. So anyway, I don't listen to the haters and uh, you shouldn't either. Just keep, keep on doing, doing what you're doing. I love the fact that the people I work with are literally working on telling their stories and fundraising for their God size missions and uh, their God size desires to help people and be the hands and feet of Jesus all around the globe. Love it. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow on TikTok or Instagram for daily stories Christians need to know. Wanting to increase the reach of your ministry or your church's ability to make disciples? Come to my website for free resources and webinars built exclusively for Christian nonprofits and churches. CreativeDigitalGuide.com helps executive directors and pastors learn how to gain ministry partners to do God-sized missions.